Colleagues, welcome back to the office and welcome to our presentation and discussion for today. This is Core Pay Simplified Bill Pay and Accounts Payable for Business Part 2. This is the second half of our presentation that we started earlier this week discussing and examining CorePay for business accounts payable. Uh, CorePay is this incredible solution that you can use to manage all different aspects of accounts payable, reimbursements, and really kind of anything involving disbursements of cash outside of your organization. You could do some really incredible stuff with this from scanning receipts with your phone to preparation of reports on uh iOS or Android, creation of uh, uh, workflow as well as uh, bill payments for any type of vendor uh, and then paying them through whatever method you'd like, credit card, ACH, check, and more. Now, in the first half of our presentation that we had earlier this week, uh, my good friend and colleague Randy Johnston and Bob Lewis took a detailed look at what workflow means to accountants today and what that can do for your organization. They talked about some of the major aspects of what CorePay is trying to do, the problems that they're trying to solve. And in our presentation for today, we're going to talk in very more concrete terms, essentially how this application works and functions. So today we're going to go ahead and go through some of the major features and functions of CorePay. I'm going to give you some hands-on tutorials and, and demonstrations about how it works and functions. Uh, we're going to talk about how you would implement this incredible tool into your organization. Um, and what's nice about CorePay is they have a suite of accounting features and functions so that you can choose to do this either for your own firm or how you would implement it inside of an organization uh, for your client. We'll talk about some of the major characteristics of CorePay, which I think would be most helpful and useful for your organization. And we'll also take a look at their workflow. Uh, in my opinion, the workflow features and functions really are the most compelling aspect of this application. So let's go ahead and have a quick uh, just recap of some of the procedures we need for our webinar and webcast for today, and then we will dive into our presentation. Now, just as a reminder, if you are attending live and you are here with us in Zoom as we are doing our webinar, as a reminder, your engagement is how we are going to confirm your attendance. There will be a polling question about every uh, 12 to 20 minutes or so. There'll be four throughout our presentation. Let's go ahead and have one now. Uh, just respond to those as they pop up to confirm your attendance. Choosing a response doesn't really matter what you choose. Just choose something because that lets us know that you're here. As long as you receive 75% and respond to those polling questions as they pop up, you'll receive full credit for today's class, and you can expect to receive your completion certificate uh, within two days, but probably later today by email. If you have any questions or comments or issues with your certificate, please go ahead and visit cpetoday.com. After our course today, there will be an evaluation. Love to know what you thought of our class. Uh, should pop up, pop up automatically, but if not, please... Uh, um, Go ahead and visit your course page in CPE today to take that evaluation. Should only take you a couple minutes. Love to know what you think. And also, as a reminder, uh, please, I am here live. I'm here to answer your questions. If you have any specific questions with respect to how you can utilize CorePay, I'm here to answer them for you. So use that chat box or Q&A. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you're interested in and uh, what you'd like to learn today. And I'll do my best to accomplish that for you. Now, for those of you who are watching after the fact on our podcast or uh, listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcast, or more, you will complete this course through our self-study procedures. After watching or listening, head on over to cpetoday.com. Our course code today is going to be CPY2. Just type that into the search bar. You'll find today's class. You'll take a short five-question quiz, and you will earn a credit for participation today. And as a reminder, both for our live as well as our uh, self-study audience, if you are a new listener to the CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for coming. It's a pleasure to have you here. Why don't you have your first podcast course on us? It could be for this class or any other class if you're choosing. Go ahead and choose whatever you'd like and use one free podcast at checkout to get a free class. All righty, let's go ahead and dive into the meat of our subject for today, which is CorePay One. 
Now, CorePay, if you're not familiar with this platform, is a accounts payable, cash flow, and automation platform for your organization. You can use this for a whole bunch of different features and functions inside of your company. And the intention of this tool is to really make the accounts payable process, the reimbursement process, uh, really kind of anything involving cash, simple, fast, effective, and easy inside of your company. Uh, it's got a very easy to use platform uh, the, that is entirely web-based or mobile app-based if you'd like. No software for you to install. And really, you can get up and running with CorePay in terms of utilizing it inside your company in the matter of minutes if you really want to. And it might take you up to a couple of hours if you've got a lot of team members to set up and integration to other tools and more. Uh, but it's a very, very approachable solution. Uh, and I say this freely when I, when I tell you it's, it's actually really intuitive and easy to use. I've used a number of these different automation tools, accounts payable tools over the years, and they all come with varying degrees of complexity and kind of their own uh, idiosyncrasies in terms of how they work and operate. But CorePay, honestly, it's pretty nice. Uh, it's one of the easier and more effective tools that are out there. Um, and they offer a ton of features and functions. And what's really cool is it's free. I mean, that's what's really incredible about this particular solution. Uh, CorePay, if you haven't watched our first episode, I really recommend that you do for the conversation between Bob and, and Randy. They kind of go into their business model and how they operate and how they're able to op uh, offer this incredible platform free of charge. And it comes down to the fact that CorePay is one product of a much, 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 much larger company called FleetCorp. And this uh, company is one of the largest credit card processors and issuers in the in the world. Uh, and they make their money on the backside in terms of the bank fees and moving money from column A to column B. But to you, it costs you nothing, which is absolutely incredible. It costs the client nothing, costs you nothing. They do have some small upcharges, like, for example, for international wire transfers or if you want to pay certain things with a credit card. But if you just use this to process normal accounts payable check stuff, totally free to use the platform. And out of all the major tools that are kind of out here, and I'm thinking of like Melio and others like that, I think this one's the best. I think it's really compelling with how it operates and, and functions. So what does it do? Well, as I mentioned, it's really around automation of payments of all different types and sorts. But uh, I would say there's kind of four major functions I keep in mind when I'm thinking about this product. Scan, control, pay, and sync. Okay, so with this tool, you can collect all different types of payments and bills in one central place. Uh, you could scan your bills. So it's kind of like a paperless 2.0 solution as well in the terms of uh, just kind of making your life easier for management of paper. So you get a bill in the mail, you can then scan it and then send the bill or the receipt that you actually get. Maybe you're doing a reimbursement directly to CorePay1. Uh, they use... OCR. OCR is called optical character recognition, which is a scanning function that can then read the bill and even enter that bill in for you with line item detail straight from that document. So if you got something big, you know, like a big old bill, big old receipt, you know, think of like one of those CVS receipts that you get that are a mile long, you could drop that straight into CorePay and it can even pick that stuff up at a line, line item level detail. Okay. Uh, other tools, like for example, uh, Expensify is the first one that comes to mind, which I'm a big fan of. I've always really liked Expensify. Um, they charge for that, you know, and that's not something that you get out of the box for free, but you get that here with CorePay One. Additionally, this is something a little bit new, and I didn't even realize this until I started using this application. It could read a bank statement and then create the appropriate uh, line items for you. See, so scan in a bank statement, and it can input that in for you too, which is pretty cool. So if you don't have the receipts, but you get the bank statement, you can do that. Now, it is a control platform. So you can automate everything from approvals, to the coding expenses with CorePay with their workflow builder, which we're gonna take a look at here in a little bit. Uh, so this does two different things. So there's the control, like the approval side of this, and then there's the workflow side of this. So with respect to the, uh, the uh, um, let's just call it the approval side. What that really kind of speaks to is inside of a company, you might want to have purchasing guidelines. You know, like Steve, for example, uh, let's say he's the office manager. He could buy from Staples. He could approve up to 500 bucks. But if it's over that amount, he's got to go to the big boss, Alicia. 
you know? And so, uh, you know, let's say Steve spent 610 bucks. Well, Steve doesn't have that kind of purchasing authority and approval. Well, he would sign off that he actually incurred that expense, but it would kicked up, kicked up to the big boss, Alicia, to ultimately do, uh, the approval and to sign off and get that actually processed. So that's something that's really kind of cool with this tool. And with the workflow component, you can actually set up different steps of that along the way. And we'll take a look at that here in a little bit. But uh, you can automate this for different categories, expenses, certain vendors. Uh, so you can set up different types of flow of uh, approvals inside the organization. Now, the next side of this is going to be the pay side of this, okay? So uh, pay comes in a couple of different ways. They've got, for example, what's really cool, their MasterCard from CorePay, uh, which is a free credit card that you can use inside your business to ultimately pay with uh, this credit card. And, and what's nice about this, because it's flowing through CorePay, all those expenses plus a whole bunch of additional line item detail uh, gets picked up. They even have rewards cards, which are pretty nifty. Uh, but beyond the actual like credit card, you could pay through ACH, you could pay through wire transfer, you can pay through a traditional check. Uh, and you really only have to pay for the wire transfers because unfortunately there's just no way to do a wire transfer anywhere for free, but it's very affordable. I think it's like under 10 bucks. And you can, uh, you sometimes have to pay depending on the payment methods. Like if you're going to put it onto another credit card, well, there's interest and things that go into it, but still it's pretty reasonable, like 4%, I think. So you could pay through that as well. Now, then you can ultimately sync this to whatever system you have to be using. So uh, it's important to note that, that CorePay is complementary to the accounting system, but it is not in replace of the accounting system. So this doesn't get rid of your accounting uh, tool, whether it be QuickBooks, Xero, QuickBooks Desktop and Online, I'll point out there, uh, and even NetSuite and, and some of the other major accounting platforms. I think, I think Sage and Act is also one too. I've got a slide on that here in a little bit. But CorePay will sync your payments directly to uh, whatever your accounting system is. And you'll see the line item detail directly in that accounting system for you. So it keeps your bookkeeping really like streamlined. And that's just really kind of what's awesome about this tool is it's not creating more work for you. It's, it's alleviating work that you're already doing. And instead of having to put that line item detailed in the accounting automatically, you know, like, like you would have to either manually key that stuff in or uh, download it from the bank core pay takes care of that heavy lifting for you. Now, anytime we're dealing with money, I think it's really kind of important to address security right up front. Uh, because to me, uh, there are two premium, um, important, major components of any application that I personally look at uh, that really are make or break. And they're not optional. And it's security and reliability. You know, uh, most of you know that a long-time listeners of the CPA Today podcast, for myself, my experience is split two ways. You know, I, I'm a CPA and I'm a financial professional, uh, but I primarily work in software development through my work with Devmatics, and we build products and services and tools. And I these are the two pillar things that we try to build into the applications we make. We want them to be secure, and we want them to work. And with CorePay, I have no hesitations giving that recommendation. Uh, from a reliability perspective, they majorly emphasize in having reliable services that builds business can build their business around. Uh, so you don't have to worry about like, is this payment going to make it on time and make the, uh, you know, the due date of a particular vendor. It's going to work. I'm telling you right now. So on the reliability, we're looking good. On the security side of this, they're following every best practice in the book, okay? They're following pretty much everything that your bank is following, and even in some circumstances, even more so. So everything that's inside the platform itself is in bank-level security. And in fact, uh, CorePay isn't even actually holding credentials to your bank at all. Uh, they're using a third-party service called Plaid, which is a really robust fintech, financial tech tool that handles kind of all the interoperability and interconnections between the banks. And at no point does CorePay actually have your credit card. When you're using CorePay and you go to log on to like Bank of America or Wells Fargo, you're going through this secured service called Plaid. Plaid then takes you to your bank, you log in with your bank, and then the bank hands back a token that represents you for all future transactions. But they don't actually hold your 
you know, credit card information, your banking information, your username, password, none of that stuff. Okay. So it's kind of cool in the extent that they are following that particular best practice. Now, additionally, they've gone beyond what most banks offer. They've got a lot of built-in prevention services as well. They've got services to prevent things like money laundering. They've got services to prevent things like fraud, uh, duplicate bill detection so you don't pay things twice. They've got audit trails so you can keep track of all the different bills and the vendors that you're paying. And in the event of some something like malfeasance in your company, you know, more often than not, that malfeasance is going to occur in the AP side of it, not in the AR. A lot of businesses think that if they're going to get like fraud, it's going to be somebody stealing cash. Almost always it's somebody uh, writing checks to themselves or to an entity that they control. Well, utilizing services like CorePay, you've got all these authentication and prevention services built right into it so that it shouldn't happen to begin with. But if it does, you've got the audit trail, you've got usernames and passwords for all of your team members. You're going to have the information that you need to be able to find out like what exactly happened. Uh, a heck of a lot more secure than just writing checks and and um, keeping a, a stack of check stock inside of your, uh, your file cabinet and a signature stamp. This, this is 2.0 in terms of bill payment, which is fantastic. CorePay really has a lot of that stuff to keep you and your business safe and up and running. Uh, it's also important to point out that with respect to their data, uh, well, they're following best practices here as well. Uh, they're utilizing AES 256-bit encryption so that your data in transit as well as in REST, meaning in their databases inside of CorePay corporate, well, that's encrypted. You know, And it's not something that anybody on their team can be able to like crack open their database and see your specific files that that just doesn't happen that way. So that's kind of cool. And so you could rest assured that your information, your bank information, it's safe with them. Now, here are the main features of CorePay. And we're going to take a look at not every single one of them today. I've tried to pick out the stuff that I think is of most interest for financial professionals. Uh, so we've got uh, CorePay, MasterCard, approvals, reimbursements, account payable features and functions, automation, and then pay by card. And uh, so we're going to probably take a look at four or five of these major things here. And then uh, I also want to take a look at their advisor program and giving you some insight with respect to what it would look like to use this tool from a CPA firm into the actual clients itself. But before we go, why don't we go ahead and have a review question for the material we've covered up to this point. All right. Our first review question here, what are the security features of the CorePay platform? Is it bank level security? You betcha. Is it built in prevention? Absolutely. Is it military grade encryption? Yes. The answer here is going to be all of the above. So utilizing this service, you get a lot of features and functions. It's going to be secure. They've got tools to uh, recognize, prevent, and stop potentially bad things happening. And they're also encrypting your data with the highest possible standards that you could do. All righty. So let's go ahead and just quickly take a look just so I can point you in the right direction. And then we'll dive in and take a look at some of these specific features. So where I want you to check out if you're going to go look at CorePay is CorePay1.com. This is just their main website here, and it kind of gives you a sense of the major overview of the actual application. And if you're looking to get started here, come on over here to the upper right-hand corner, click Create a Free Account. This is going to take you through their login expenses, and I've already got a uh, an account set up here that we're going to look at today. But it's pretty simple. Just plop in your username, choose a nice password, long and strong, confirm some additional details for your um, for your account, and you'll be up and running. Now, also on their site here, if you want to look through and find uh, some of the major types of businesses that they work with, as well as some specific information to support your specific industry, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, in terms of small business, they've got some specific information here, you know, talking about some of the features that they offer smaller organizations. And uh, we'll also talk about in a little bit here too, their uh, resources for financial professionals, their accountants. Now, over here on the right-hand side, you can find some specific industry uh, information. You know, maybe you're a construction firm. And they'll talk about what's nice is how you can use this to tool specific to that uh, 
to that profession, to that, to that industry. Uh, so I think what's nice is they're really trying to show you and educate you and provide resources to every specific uh, profession and industry that are out there. And so you can come down here and read a little bit more about how you would use their tools uh, and what it would look like. Now, if you come down uh, a little bit later, we'll talk about some of the other resources that they've got. They've got a number of uh, events. They've got their blog. They've got uh, webinars. They've also got a number of documentation pages as well. So if you're looking to learn how to use this tool beyond what we're going to talk about today, you've got those resources in here as well. All right, so CorePay1, and if you're following along today, why don't you go ahead and go over to CorePay1.com and sign up, and, and uh, you can check out some of the things we're going to talk about today. All righty, so the first feature I want to talk about is going to be the approval process. And with the approval process, what we're really talking about here is the way that we are going to be able to uh, process bills inside of our organization so that they get uh, uh, created and move through the organization just like water through a pipe, that they get to the right person, the right person sees it, approves it, and then that vendor ultimately gets paid. Uh, so, you know, the traditional way that this would happen inside of an organization, usually somebody would put something on the accounts payables person's desk or the accountant's desk. Uh, it would sit in a pile for a period of time, eventually maybe get entered into QuickBooks into the bills section aged appropriately. Then a check would get created, signed, and then ultimately sent out. Well, with CorePay, they've actually made that process really, really simple. Okay, what you do is you upload the bill or the bill gets directly sent to CorePay and then uh, it will ultimately flow through the organization digitally. You can even set up one-click approvals, which is really, really kind of cool. So instead of you having to you know, manually handle paper and route it through the organization wherever it's supposed to ultimately end up, well, guess what? It will do that automatically for you, sending emails to whatever people along the way are required uh, to be able to review and sign off that invoice. So no more waiting for approvals. It just is easy. It's not going to be as frustrating. It's going to take a lot less time. Uh, and then ultimately that check will be sent electronically uh, so that uh, you don't even have to print something and put it into the mail. You're even saving the price of the stamp. And this is also going to really kind of help you with respect to being compliant. Uh, some of you are probably dealing with specific compliance frameworks. Uh, CorePay can let you design whatever workflow that you might need to ensure that you're meeting those compliance standards. I'll also point out that check fraud is a real worry. I mean, it's still something that exists quite often here in the United States. Uh, you know, we lean pretty heavily on check payments. Well, if the check is never created to begin with, you don't have to worry about things like check kiting or somebody washing a check. Uh, because the money will always move electronically unless there's no other mechanism, then they can ultimately send that check out. But it will handle that directly for you, which is pretty cool. So the approval process, the workflow process, we'll talk about that here. In, uh, we'll take a look at hands on that here in a moment uh, to give you a sense of how that works is definitely one of the major features and functions of the solution. Now, one of the other cool things that you can use this product for is expense reporting, okay? So with respect to expense reporting, this can often be one of the most tedious and frustrating things for your staff to do. Uh, I personally don't find it tedious and frustrating, you know, but I like knowing that my expense reports tie out, but I can totally understand why a lot of other people don't. Um, I've always traditionally used tools like Expensify or Concur or Tally to provide this functionality for myself, but I got to say, I think I'm switching over to CorePay. Uh, the features around their expense reimbursement make this really, really simple. They've got a great mobile app uh, that allows you to be able to snap pictures of receipts as they're being incurred. So imagine, you know, you're at the airport and you buy yourself a breakfast. Well, you can just take a picture of that receipt that you got at the airport kiosk when you got your coffee and scone, and it will automatically pick that up inside of CorePay and associate it to the appropriate charge match it up for you. It can even pull the line item detail out. Now, if you don't want to take a picture with the mobile app, maybe you're in your normal office and you're buying something on Amazon or you're buying something on Target or something else. 
Well, you can even email that receipt directly to CorePay. And CorePay will receive that receipt electronically, parse through the actual email, pull out the uh, appropriate information for you, and then again, process that automatically for you. You know, and you don't have to worry about keeping a whole big pile of receipts. Uh, something gets lost or or thrown away, you know, and then having to you know figure out what what to do. You just deal with it at the time. Uh, in fact, with some vendors, uh, you, what you could do is you could just set it up so that it automatically emails the receipt right from the get go, or CCs CorePay right from the get go when something is incurred, and then you don't even have to think about it again. Now, for your staff that they are incurring expenses personally, and then you're ultimately reimbursing them. Uh, for myself, you know, with K2, I still do a fair number of live speaking days that do require travel. And often what I end up having to do is I buy the, the plane ticket myself, I book the hotel room myself, all my uh, meals and entertainment associated all myself, and I have to produce a report and that goes through their accounts payable process. And that could take time. Well, if we use CorePay for this, it makes the tracking of this information simple and easy. Uh, and it then ultimately uh, takes that reimbursement time down almost immediately. Uh, essentially, I could put together my, my uh, expense report really quickly, submit it to them electronically. And with CorePay One, uh, the reimbursement will happen seamlessly right back to my bank account. And I don't have to wait until the next pay period to ultimately get those expense reports reimbursed. And ultimately what we're trying to do here is create a really good, efficient expense report. It really helps eliminate errors by cutting down manual entry almost entirely. Uh, we either scan stuff in and have it pull the line item detail out, or we have an email into the system and it pulls the detail out that way. Um, but what you're doing as the employee, you're really just kind of correcting things, reviewing things, uh, just making sure that the AI and the, uh, uh, optical character recognition got the correct intention, you know, so it, it cuts down almost all manual data entry. And I, I really think that's pretty nifty. Now, the next big piece of this would be the business bill pay. Okay. Uh, this will facilitate bill payments to vendors almost entirely electronically. And, and really the only major time uh, is if the vendor doesn't have accept ACH, but frankly, in 2022, I mean, who doesn't at this point? Uh, core paying really in going back to their parent company, I mean, they're really kind of built around payments. I mean, that's where they really shine. That's where a lot of the major, um, I would say differentiating factors come in the fact that their bill pay is just so easy. Uh, think of your bank's bill pay system. Uh, it's like that, but on steroids, I mean, it really can do a lot of interesting and compelling things. So one of the really kind of cool thing here is they've got their virtual credit card program. Uh, so this could pay your vendors fast. And what this does is it can actually build uh, and create a virtual credit card that you can use to pay specific vendors. And you can put parameters around how that virtual credit card uh, works. Um, so, you know, what's nice about that, because it's a virtual credit card, think about a normal credit card, you know, where you might be changing hands, it can get lost or stolen. And then you got to go back and get that card reissued and, then go back and update maybe all your auto pays here. You know, this is a virtual credit card for a specific purpose, maybe to pay like your Amazon bill or to pay your uh, phone bills and all that headache of essentially having to manage that physical card goes away. You still will probably have physical cards in your business. Um, but I would really recommend you use their virtual credit cards to pay anything electronic, just so you don't have to worry about those credit cards being stolen and having to go back and update the payment details across a ton of different vendors. You could set up automation with respect to your bill pay. Um, we'll talk about automation here in a minute, but the real nut of this is, is that everything is around approvals and who has the authority to spend what money with what companies. You could set up different types of payments. You could send a check payment. So if they only take physical check, you can do that. The preference would be ACH, okay? Automatic clearing house payments. These are all both free from your bank account. Uh, and you can also use their credit card uh, as a payment source as well. And then from this, CorePay One will actually sync the bills and the payments directly to your accounting system. So QuickBooks or uh, both online desktop, Xero, uh, Sage, Enact, as well as uh, FreshBooks. And there's a few other ones. I'll talk about integrations here in a little bit. 
The other big piece of this is the automation. This is the thing I feel that separates core pay from really kind of everything else out in the market. Uh, with respect to their core pay, uh, with the automation side of this, you could build all different types of automation for different aspects of your business. So uh, routing expenses for approvals, putting bills, certain bills on auto pay, triggering actions based off keywords inside of documents. Uh, it's really kind of like what I would call a trigger and action workflow tool. So a trigger could be a receiving of a bill from you know, a specific vendor or in a specific category. And then it could set off different steps of automation depending on what that actual bill is. Um, and so it's kind of like, you know, intelligent routing throughout the company. Um, it's like having a whole team of accounts payable people inside your business that could just take care of all of this for you, but it's all automated. It's not people, it's automation functionality, uh, in it. Now, what's really nice about this, and we'll create a couple different sample workflows here. The whole thing is just drag and drop. I mean, there's no programming. There's really no complexity in there. You just need to be able to identify the logic of how you would like your bills to run. And then you can customize it. You can air check it. You can quality control it. There's lots of different things that you can do. And ultimately, this is intended to make your life simple, easy, create better, cleaner books and records inside your system and much, much more. Alrighty, why don't we go ahead and switch over and why don't we go ahead and take a look now at some of the core pay functionality. Alrighty, so we are in the demo of core pay. Uh, you'll see up top here, this is not real information, just running in demo mode. And what's nice about this is when you get a CorePay account, um, you could switch. There'll be an option over here that says switch account, and you could switch it from your live account into a demo account. And what's really nice about this is that you can play around and get a sense of the different features and functions here without worrying about uh, screwing up your own books and records. It just kind of takes uh, all the you know, the ability for you to be able to kind of have a little playground to be able to try different things and uh, just see ultimately what different things do without kind of messing up your own books and records. Now, what we're seeing over here is we are seeing the demo and we're seeing the main view, which is ultimately kind of that dashboard uh, based view of the company. Let me switch back over here. Sorry about that. There we go. Okay, and we're coming over here to our bill pay section. Uh, now, inside of this bill pay, we've got our inbox, we've got our vendors, we've got our payment sources. Uh, then we've got a separate tab over here for advanced as well as settings. We're going to look at a lot of these individual uh, tabs here in a minute, give you a sense of what they ultimately do. But in our bill pay section, what we're looking at here are the bills being presented to the organization for payment. Okay. Now we have our inbox and then over here from our inbox, we have an, a listing of those individual bills themselves. And then we ultimately have a, the detail of that actual bill. Okay. So let's go ahead and take a look at our first one over here for look Inc. And we can go ahead and click into look Inc here. And on the right hand side, what we're going to see is uh, a couple, couple of big buttons here, either to approve this expense or decline it. Before we approve and decline it though, let's actually take a look at a little bit more depth and see the types of things that are being pulled out of this invoice. Well, if I click the actual invoice itself, we can see it's been issued to Johnny CPA. We can see the detail. We can see it's for 594. We're going to double check and, and make sure that the information we're seeing on this invoice is matching what's inside of um, Corpec. And ultimately these things do match so we can see it's pretty good. Now you'll notice we don't have a category set here, but the description of this invoice is blank. So occasionally you're going to have to come in here and uh, add additional information if it's not present in the actual application, uh, in the actual invoice itself. Although what I will point out when you get to your workflow section here, uh, you could categorize like, for example, everything in Look Inc. as being, in this case, administrative expenses or some other particular item. So if it's not present in the actual invoice, you can use the workflow tool to default that to a specific category. Uh, we could see here, we could see that the invoice number was picked up correctly. Okay, we can just double check, make sure that's right. Uh, we could see and select a different payment source. And since this is a demo account, there's not a payment source set up. But we can add that pretty easily. Uh, and then up top, we can also see and add a, an approval person. 
So I can go ahead and add Johnny CPA as that approval person. And going forward now for that particular uh, invoice, and I can also set this at the workflow level, Johnny would be the one that would approve the Look Inc. Uh, invoices. Now, if we click over here to timeline, you can see that there is a nice listing of when the bill was created and where it's currently at. And so we could see that on Christmas Day here, the bill was submitted uh, by Johnny CPA. Okay, we could see that uh, the major different steps of this along the way, uh, you know, of where it was uploaded, uh, when the bill vendor was changed, we can see that it is now waiting for approval, so on and so forth. So that audit log is at every step of the way for the bill. So you always have good detail about where a bill originated and where uh, it came from. If we click over here to payment, we could see that ultimately this is going to be an ACH payment. Uh, we can see the account number of where it's supposed to go so that uh, we already have looks uh, information. So when this gets paid, it will get paid electronically directly to them. And we can even include a little message. We could chat with this particular vendor. So if there's questions about um, this, we could chat with our team um, and ultimately reach out to the vendor if we have some additional information. If we need to get more detail as an example, and if we click over here to our integrations, we don't have any integrations set up at the moment, but if we were using QuickBooks or Xero or any of the other tools, we would see the related sync data going to and from uh, CorePay. Now for this little hamburger uh, three dot menu up here, we can lock the invoice, preventing additional changes. We can split it between multiple accounts. Uh, we can issue a credit note. We can edit the original information for it. We can also delete it as needed. So lots of functions around each individual bill. This looks good to me, so I'm gonna go ahead and click approve. We're gonna go ahead and say yes, approve this particular bill. And if we had payment details set up for this, payment would be sent accordingly uh, to that particular vendor. So that is what that particular uh, look looks like when you're setting up a invoice to be paid inside of the solution. Now, we have a lot of things inside of our invoice here. If we wanted to, we could just do some of these in bulk just to make it simple. Uh, so if we wanted to, we could select multiple of these particular invoices and approve them in bulk. We could lock them, we could download them, we could copy them. Uh, we get lots of power. So this is really kind of designed for really good throughput. You don't have to do this on a one, one by one basis. I also point out a lot of this information can be sent to you by email. I'm personally an email guy. That's how I manage my day-to-day -day tasks. Uh, so having some of this information sent by email would make it a little bit simpler and easier to see. Now, in terms of getting bills into the system, we can do it uh, in several different ways. We can email it in. We can use the mobile app. Uh, we can also use the web client here too. So from the web client, we can come up here to the add bill and we could say, hey, I've got a bill. I've got a receipt for reimbursement. I need to create a credit note as well. So we can go ahead and select a bill as an example here. And we can see that we can upload it. We can enter it manually. We can also email a bill if we had one present. So lots of options with respect to getting something into the actual uh, system itself. And you can do kind of whatever you might need to do in this uh, to really kind of make it shine um, in a way that makes most sense for you. So let me see here. One second, folks. All righty. I'm just going to grab just a random, uh, let's see, let's just uh, grab a random example of invoice. Let's just see if we can download an example invoice. Oh. All right, this looks good. Why not? Let's go ahead and save this here. All right, this may or may not work, but we'll come over here, upload a file, and let's see if it takes that. All righty, it looks like it did, and I'm not 100% sure where it went. Let me try that one more time.
Okay, there's that. Oh, it's the wrong type, unfortunately. Let's just do a simpler one. Let's see if we can find it. Just an invoice. And if I was a smarter man, I would have had this ready to go. All right, add bill, upload a file. Let's try this one. You know, I think it might not be accepting it mostly just because it is a demo account. But what I was trying to illustrate was is that you could just upload a file here and it's just going to pull the information out. Oh, it just failed to upload. That's why. So, uh, oh, it is uploading. Here, the second one's uploading anyway. So we'll come back to that here in a minute. And we'll see if we can actually see what that looks like uh, here. Let's see. Hopefully we can find that. We'll check back. All right, so we can see the stuff that's been scheduled. So we have some things, for example, if they're going to be pushed out. So here are those three invoices that we had created originally. Uh, we can see, for example, the uh, paid stuff, you know, the stuff that has been paid in recent time as well. Uh, we can see the stuff that has been arrived by emails. So we get, you can see we've got two different emails that are sent here, CP Today, as well uh, for our bills, as well as one for receipts. Okay, so we can see that it's pulling some of that information and we can just ultimately email this data into the system if we'd like to as well. And I find that works really kind of effectively with like plane tickets, Amazon orders, uh, things of this nature, you know, that just make it really kind of essential and easy. We just see if we can email something in. Actually, here we go. This might work. Alrighty, we'll see if that pops up. Okay, now over here on the left-hand side, we'll come over here to our vendors section. We can see the actual vendors themselves. Uh, we can bring in our vendors uh, by adding them in here. So we can just add in their additional information for those particular vendors. And if we click into an actual vendor, so let's say Anderson here, we could see what amounts we paid, how many documents we have, when the next payment setup is to that particular person. Uh, we could see the various receipts and documents that have been associated. So we can see here's this one for Anderson as well. Uh, inside of this, we can define a default category. So if the invoice level detail doesn't provide like what that expense is, we can specify it in here. And we can also see a log of when people interacted with this. Um, with respect to the payment options, we can set up our virtual card. So we can uh, process this through a credit card. We can do an ACH and we can also do a check. Uh, it's important to note, you can see down here the different timelines for these different payments. So some of it could be same day, which is pretty nifty, and but they have to accept credit card payments. Uh, otherwise, your ACH and your checks will have a longer payment time. So four to five days or seven to 10 days. Now, we haven't set up because this is a demo account here. We've got no payment sources set up. But this is going to be what's nice about this is that we can ultimately just use that Plaid integration and specify what our bank account might be, and they will securely add that bank account. It's going to take us ultimately over here to Plaid. We'd select whatever account. Let's just say it's Wells Fargo as an example here. We log in with our Wells Fargo account information. Plaid does the authentication, and then we'll store a token that will um, allow for CorePay to be able to pull that information back and forth. So I'm going to plop in here our credentials. This is all fake. You can see down here we're in a sandbox environment. Uh, we'll see that it does that handshake. There we go. Okay, well, I'm guessing it's not going to work just because, again, it's a uh, sandbox. But it does say down here user good and pass good. Let's try that one more time. And then it has access to be able to push and pull money from our bank account. There we go. So it's been successfully linked up. We can see that our Wells Fargo account is now added here. And we now have a payment option. We can actually start to push out those invoices and get those vendors paid. There we go. Here's our default. And we can add additional accounts if we'd like. So if we wanted to change the name of it or add an additional account, we can do that as well. Now, over here on the left-hand side, if we click down to our uh, advanced section, this is where we're going to be able to add our uh, 
workflows. And from in my perspective, the workflow is really kind of one of the major compelling reasons to consider using CorePay. Uh, as they say right here, put your business on autopilot. Uh, it creates different workflows to do different things inside your business, like approval processes, categorization expenses, adding notes and more. And then ultimately just this information would flow back to your accounting system correctly. So let's come on over here and click this create new workflow. A couple of different options we can create from scratch. We can also use a template. Let's go ahead and take a look at a template here. So a couple of options, approve significant expenses, uh, don't pay ACME, enable auto approval, travel, so on and so forth. And you can see here, they've got this kind of like if and logic. So if a document payment amount is greater than $50, require approval from any of the coworkers or specified coworkers. And so when we're actually in this particular screen, we could start to set up different triggers and have different actions. If you're familiar with tools like if it, if this, then that, or Zapier or Power Automate from Microsoft, it's kind of simple, similar to that. So if a document um, gets presented and the payment amount is greater than 50, then it has to follow this particular layout here. So uh, require approval from, and then we can specify whom those people might be. We could say different departments. We can say people in specific roles. So administrators into the system, contributors, so on and so forth. Um, and it will follow that particular uh, thing uh, that you've set up here. So let's just say, for example, if the payment is over 500, Okay, require approval from, and we could also say one person, multiple people, or all people have to approve. So imagine you got a really critical big expense. You could actually set that up uh, to be really specific in terms of who can who can pick. So let's just go ahead and say uh, Johnny CPA has to approve anything over 500 bucks. We'll go ahead and select test and review here. And it will present a couple of different examples of documents and show you the type of things that would normally require his approval. Okay, so, and if it looks good, what you can ultimately do here is save and activate. And now that workflow approval is in place, requiring that anything over a certain specified period will require Johnny's approval. And you can be a lot more granular with this as well. Um, you can do this for documents. You can do this for transactions. You can do things for emails. Uh, I mean, this is just really nifty with respect to the different uh, components that you could add here. So we could specify, for example, let's just say everything from Staples is an office expense, what well, we could then create that different set of rules uh, that would specify making staples an office expense. So on the left-hand side here, here are our, our triggers. Uh, we have different details. It could be the amount. It could be the vendor name. So let's go ahead and drag our vendor name over here. Uh, let's just say is in the following, and we'd say staples. Okay, great. And then over here, do this. Actually, we could have multiple. So we could say office max, you know, that'd be another example. Maybe we'll call this one office supplies. All right. And then on our actions, we can just say, for example, that it gets paid by a certain company, it gets categorized by a certain expense, it gets paid out of a certain account. Uh, let's just say, for example, if uh, require approval, you know, as an example here, we could say by whom, but uh, let's just say it is needs approval by... Uh, the department of, you know, we would say look like um, administrative as an example, but it'll follow this rule kind of going forward, which again, I think is really compelling. So that is a little bit with what you can do with the core pay approval and with the workflow. And I just really think this is a very compelling offering because you just don't really kind of see this uh, anywhere else uh, at this level of sophistication now, other things inside of the advanced section, you can match documents here, match stuff against your bank transactions, so they'll, they'll match up automatically. Uh, this is also going to be where we can set up our reimbursement. So if I am a uh, an employee and my employer needs to reimburse me, well, this is where I'm going to put in my bank account information, and it'll ensure that it gets processed and set up correctly. Uh, as well as where we can set up our credit notes. So if we need to apply credits back and forth with our vendors, we can do that as well. Now, I'm just going to point out where this is on the left-hand side here under settings are different major system level things like, for example, adjustment of our company address, our uh, listing of different integration tools. So we'll talk about that here in a minute, like QuickBooks, Zero, and others. I'll point out this actually does work with Zapier. So if you wanted to do some more integration and data sharing, you can easily do that. 
uh, this is where we would set that up. Likewise, this is where we set up our team. We do our different verifications. We set up our different major components of this in that settings section. All right, to finish our section off here, we did add in a, a little bit ago, we added a couple of different ex sample expenses. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like it took my upload file, and I'm pretty sure it's just because I had the wrong format. But I did send in a sample uh, of a email that you can see here. And so we could see here that this receipt got picked up. We can click into this particular receipt. We can see the email details as well. And then from here, what we can ultimately do is convert this into a document. So we can see here's the actual email. We're going to convert it into a bill. Okay, and then we would see that bill listed as another normal component. Where are you, Apple? It would normally be listed over here. Let me try that one more time. Okay, I think it got picked up. Oh, yeah, here it is. So uh, here is our bill from Apple. All right, and we can see that I picked up the date, the due date. We can also see that it uh, very wrongly, unfortunately, got the wrong payment amount in here. So we'll just go ahead and say it's uh, nine uh, uh, two ninety nine. Okay, so this is where humans come in to make this a little bit uh, better, and we would maybe process this as a reimbursement. We would, uh, um, you know, we would do whatever we would need to do, you know, to to get this properly paid up. Maybe it's a reimbursement to the employee. Maybe we're paying Apple directly. But we got it all right there. All righty. So lots of features and functions with CorePay. Uh, there's no shortage of what you can do with this incredible application. Now, I've said this a few times, but let's just go ahead and for a moment talk about the integration. Uh, integration is the ability to be able to push data and pull data from other solutions. And as I mentioned, CorePay is not an accounting uh, package. It's not going to do payroll as an example. Uh, it's an accounts payable solution here. So it's intended to work in tandem with your accounting solution. And it works with a lot of different stuff. Uh, you know, QuickBooks is by far the most popular accounting solution here in the United States. It works both with the online and desktop version. Uh, it works with Xero, which is super popular outside of the United States. Uh, Sage, Inax product, FreshBook, Zapier, and Slack. So it does work with a lot of common tools you're probably already using today. And with that, let's go ahead and have our second review question. So hopefully we all... Uh, uh, remember uh, this, but uh, let's just quickly uh, quickly review it. Which accounting application can CorePay not natively integrate and share data? Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you right now, the correct answer here is Dynamics 365. It can work with a lot of stuff, you know, again, QuickBooks and Xero being the most common solutions. Unfortunately, it does not work out of the box with Dynamics. However, you could probably use that Zapier integration that they do offer to kind of back in working with a solution like Dynamics. Now, one last thing I do want to mention with respect to CorePay, it is their financial professional level tools. Uh, so CorePay for advisors is the program that they call for CPAs, bookkeepers, and other folks that are utilizing this solution. You can use this for management of AP inside of your firm itself, and you can also use this to manage the operations of your clients. So if you have clients, as an example, that are utilizing um, this for accounts payable, one of the really kind of compelling things about this is that you can use this in what they call their advisor dashboard. And from that advisor dashboard, you can manage multiple uh, clients simultaneously. And so uh, they give you the tools to be able to kind of jump into their accounts. You can see uh, what they've got going on. You can, uh, you know, uh, you know, manage your staff. You can uh you know, kind of pay their bills. I mean, there's a lot of really kind of cool using ways to do this. But what's kind of compelling from a financial perspective, financial professional's perspective is, well, this is just a new way that you can work with your clients. Uh, you can now offer really easy and secure bill pay services. So this is a no brainer for a small business, um, you know, that needs help with their normal bookkeeping. Well, now you can pay their bills. Uh, you can work with a lot of people. So scalability becomes really easy. Uh, this is a new revenue opportunity potentially for financial professionals as well. 
And ultimately what we're trying to do here is uh, provide better satisfaction. Now, the advisor dashboard gives you the ability to kind of stay in control, gives you an overview of the clients. You can easily switch between them. You don't have to have them create an account uh, for you, and then you have 20 different accounts to CorePay. They associate your firm with their CorePay account, and then you have natively have access. If you're familiar with tools like QBOA, QuickBooks Online Accountant, this is very similar to that. It just allows you to jump between different accounts. Now, if you have staff, you know, maybe you've got some bookkeepers, you've got other CPAs maybe working for you. Well, you can also manage them inside of the solution and give them different levels of permission depending on what they do and only give them access to the clients that they need access to as well. So uh, it's working off the privilege of least permission. So you don't want to give people all access if they don't need all access. You just give them access to the products uh, and companies that they ultimately need to utilize. So it kind of makes it efficient from a uh, ability to be able to kind of manage your staff all in one place. Let's briefly take a quick look at the advisor toolbox. So this is what it looks like here in our demo account. We just have one client, but if we had additional clients uh, inside of our advisor's toolbox, we could just come over here to our clients section, and this is going to be where we can go ahead and create that additional client. Okay. So it'll ask us some base questions. Do we want to use it externally or internally? It's up to us. Um, and then from there we can create them and they'll be associated with the firm. Okay. If we click down here to our workflows, uh, very similar to the workflow tool I showed you before, we can create those workflow, um, and then share those templates with multiple clients, which again is so nice because if I've got a standard workflow that I want to have across 20 clients, instead of having to go and make those every single time, I create one and then I can allow those to be shared easily with the clients. We can manage our analytics. This will give us some insight on how the service is being used and what kind of data is being collected. We can manage our staff inside of this. So if we wanted to bring in a new staff member and then give them access to only the clients that they will be working with, we can go ahead and select whom they should be able to work with and they will only have access to those people. Uh, likewise, we can also create access groups. So if we have a lot of uh, people, instead of having to give discrete permissions on a client by client basis, we associate the clients to the groups and then we associate the staff to the groups. But this allows us to be able to manage a lot more people uh, easily. And for our developer nerds like myself, uh, you can even create an API uh, so that if you want to be able to integrate this in and, and build other kind of tools and stuff around it, you can go ahead and do so. But I think they've done a really, really, really nice job in creating a platform that integrates um, really powerful bill pay functionality, reimbursement functionality, all around approval and workflow that really make this a great solution for managing this bill payment and the AP process inside of your organization. So I hope you, t I hope you enjoyed our presentation today and I hope you try and sign up for an account. It costs you nothing. Um, you have nothing to lose. Give it a go. Cause I think you'll find like I have that you're pleasantly surprised with the incredible functionality inside of this platform. All right, folks, we do have one final review question. What is the yearly cost of the core play core pay advisor program for your firm? Is it $100 a year? Is it $500 a year? Is it $1,000 a year? Well, guess what, folks? It's totally free. Uh, it's something you can easily sign up for and try today. All right. That does bring us to the end of our presentation today. In summary, what did we learn about? Well, we talked about CorePay as a second episode to our first one. We really got into the weeds today talking about how you could use this tool for management of bill payment process inside your organization, reimbursement, workflow, approval. It's a really, uh, again, a really good solution for management of that uh, payment process. We also took a look and talked about some of the firm-centric tools that are available to help uh, manage and grow your business and financial uh, management practice. And hopefully you've got some ideas on how you would implement this tool inside of your business and to make that approval process easier. Now, if this is your first CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for joining us. I do want to remind you, you can get credits. So if you're watching after the fact, you're not watching live with us today, but rather watching in uh, YouTube or Facebook, <coughs> excuse me, you can get credits for watching or listening. Our course code today is CPY2. 
Just go to cpetoday.com and use that in the search bar and you'll find today's class. You'll take a short five question quiz and earn credits for participating. And if you are watching live today, don't worry about this. You'll get your certificate automatically. And uh, as a reminder, if you're a new watcher or listener to the CPE Today podcast, have a free podcast on us. Uh, Go ahead and choose whatever you'd like, maybe today's podcast or something else, and use coupon code 1FREEPODCAST to check out to get a free credit of your choosing. If you enjoyed our content, please consider connecting with us on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. You can find us as CPE Today. We'd love for you to connect and let us know what you think and let us know what type of content you'd like to see in the future. Additionally, you can always watch our podcast and show on your own schedule, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more. Uh, Please consider subscribing, leave a review. It really helps people find the channel and helps us spread the word. As always, it is a pleasure being with you here today and a pleasure presenting this information to you. It's uh, our privilege and honor to be able to provide this to the profession to help people have the tools, resources, and knowledge to be the best financial professional they possibly can. Look forward to seeing you back in the office the next time around. Thank you so much. Good luck to you all.